And welcome back to Hockey Thoughts. Uh, it is Saturday, June the 13th. Today we're going to be taking another look at the Hart Trophy um, now that the regular season is officially done. Uh, we can kind of, we know all the stats are finalized now, so we can kind of take a deeper dive into this. Um, and, you know, the NHL uh, has released the current leaders for this award. Um and it has certainly led to a lot of rage and a lot of debate amongst everyone, more so than really any of the other trophies, uh, and more so than we've seen in really quite some time. Um, so I wanted to talk about this again. Um, I did a podcast on this a while back, um, but I have since you know taken a deep dive into more of the... Um, analytical side of things and stuff a big shout out to hockeyviz.com uh which provides a lot of great visuals um of the analytical and statistics of all these guys um and i found it interesting uh a comment nathan mckinnon made about this exact subject uh about a week ago so wanted to mention that too so let's just get right into it um to be blunt if you don't think Artemi Panarin deserves this award, you are wrong. He clearly has been the most valuable player in the league when you really take a look at it. Now, just looking at the traditional numbers of everything, um, Artemi Panarin finished first in even strength points in the league, third in points, third in assists, third in points per game, fourth in average ice time uh, amongst left wingers and he did have the best plus minus of any forward I know plus minus is not a very good statistic but still led all forwards in that category so those stats alone should make Panarin a top three finalist you would think um but now if we really dive into some of the analytical statistics here um Artemi Panarin led the league in goals above replacement uh, for his for all forwards at 24.9 goals above replacement. Uh, he also led the league in wins above replacement, which so war. Uh, a lot of people are familiar with war. 4.4 was his war that led the entire NHL. And he also led the league in standings points above replacement with 8.5. So what this means, now war is something that's used in baseball a lot. Um, Obviously, this isn't a baseball podcast, so I don't really want to talk about that a ton. But the war stat in baseball does really impact uh how people vote for the mvps of baseball um war is considered the all-inclusive stat, if you will um it kind of encompasses everything you know fielding hitting um base steal like it, it takes a little bit of everything and combines it all so people really like to look at that um it does the same thing in hockey although people don't really look at war as much in hockey for whatever reason. Um, I feel like the voters, which, you know, I've talked forever about how the voters um, are awful year in, year out at every award, specifically 
typically the Norris Trophy. Um, they seem to only care about, you know, points. And really, that's it. They seem to just care about points and goals, maybe. Um, so they don't really look into the deeper stats like war. Um, but I think, you know, you should. <laughs> like, it's really... Um, It's really just, it's it's a mess. Um, but now, uh, Nathan McKinnon, who is himself considered a finalist, well, is a finalist for the Hart Trophy, um, he was asked about this whole situation, um, and here's what he had to say. And I find this interesting, considering he has played more against Dreisaitl and McDavid being in the Western Conference than he has Panarin. Um but he said, quote, about Panarin, I knew he was a free agent, so I was kind of watching him with Columbus. What an amazing player. And then I watched him all season uh, just from talking to him. Really nice guy, so maybe I'm a little biased. But that's why I really think uh, Artemi Panarin should win the heart this year, end quote. So Nathan McKinnon, who, again, is a finalist himself, doesn't even think he should win the award. Um, and a guy who has played against Dreisaitl, against McDavid, way more often than Panarin. He only sees Panarin twice a year. That's assuming they're both healthy for those matchups. Um, and he, he says Artemi Panarin should win. Now, I know it's a pretty basic quote. Um, and yes, it's just one player's opinion, but this is one of the best players in the game. Um... And so I do put stock into his opinion. I mean, he he plays against everybody in the league, and he him being one of the best himself, it it really is a testament to just how good Artemi Panarin has been this year. Um, you know, and um, another main factor that kind of goes into this, yes, Dreisaitl by far had the most points in the league, and that's why he's leading this vote. Um but something to mention as well is Dreisaitl's most frequent line mate um, this year, spending 846 minutes and 48 seconds with this line mate was Connor McDavid. So I know McDavid and Dreisaitl did not play together for the entire season. However, that was still his most frequent line mate um, this year, was Connor McDavid. Artemi Panarin's most frequent line mate spending 915 minutes and 24 seconds uh, was Ryan Strom. Now, I don't want this to be a knock on Ryan Strom, who is a very um, capable player and a very solid player, but he's not Connor McDavid. So again, It's hard for me to make a case for a guy to win the Hart Trophy who is most frequent line mate was another finalist for the Hart Trophy. I just, I don't see how you can say either has been the most valuable player to their team when they have each other. Um, you know, it's... It's just it is it's it's one of those things. Um, should be mentioned as well. McDavid assisted on twenty one of Drysaddle's goals this year, um, and Drysaddle assisted on sixteen of McDavid's. So that's thirty seven uh, 
you know, times that they've hooked up together this year. Um, it's not, you know, a staggering amount of points. Um, you know, you would think they would have more together, but it, it, it is a sign. And obviously, it's not just about, you know, he assisted a goal. Just be playing together, being on the ice at the same time definitely uh, makes an impact. Um, but if you really want to drill it down as well, um, so in if you t- just take down points per 60 minutes um, between Dreisaitl and Panarin, Dreisaitl averaged 4.11 points per 60. Panarin was at 4.01. Um, that's in all situations. When you look at five-on-five five play, Panarin averaged 3.28 points per 60, Dreisaitl 2.86. Um, so again, while Dreisaitl's production was super impressive, um, the five-on-five play just wasn't up to par with what Artemi Panarin was doing. Um, another thing I found very, very interesting um, was the goals for per 60 and goals against per 60 between Panarin and Dreisaitl for their teams. Um, with, well, we'll start with at even, so at even strength, uh, goals for per 60 for Artemi Panarin um, and the Rangers when, when Panarin was on the ice was just over four. Um, for well, like I just mentioned, it was 4.01. Uh, now, for goals against per 60, um, Rangers were only giving up about two goals per 60 minutes when Panarin was on the ice at even strength. When Dreisaitl was on the ice for the Oilers at even strength, uh, they were giving up just over three goals per game. So one more goal per 60 minutes. Now, obviously, again, with these stats, um, it shows when the players are on the ice, kind of the defensive impact they can have. However, you know, there's a ton of other factors like your defense, your goalie. Um, it's not all on these players, but it, it, is, a, it is a telling sign as well. Um, but yeah, it, even at even strength and even in all instances, Panarin actually had a better impacted goals for per 60 and goals against per 60 than Dreisaitl. Um, so that's another thing to kind of, you know, keep in mind, another analytical dive into it. And there was one other analytical um, piece that I found very intriguing, and that is um, the splits between even strength goal differential uh, for the New York Rangers when Panarin was both on the ice and off the ice, um, and then their average. So and this goes throughout the year. Uh, when Artemi Panarin was on the ice, the Rangers' goal, even strength goal differential at the end of the year, I should say, um, it fluctuated, but at the end of the year, if it was at a plus 40 when Panarin was off the ice by the end of the year, it was negative uh, 29. That is an absurd difference b- 
between one player being on the ice versus not on the ice. It really goes to show how underrated of a defensive forward Artemi Panarin is as well. Um, it's actually like a, a staggering amount. Like that is that is a sixty nine goal differential just by having Artemi Panarin on the ice over the course of the season. Um, so I found that to be a huge difference. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl, his total uh, differential, I, I mentioned Panarin was 69. Dreisaitl's was plus 7, um, whereas Panarin was plus 69. So that is something else to consider as well. And then... Um, yeah, it's it's just incredible. And I also want to mention, this is obviously about Artemi Panarin, but um, when I go back, going back to those statistics of um, war and um, his goals above replacement and his standings points above replacement, um, there was one player in the NHL who actually finished second behind Panarin in all three of those categories. Um and he hasn't gotten any talk for the Hart Trophy, which, knowing that, he definitely should. Um, that man is Elias Patterson of the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, he was second in uh, wins above replacement, goals above replacement, and standings points above replacement. So Patterson, another guy who probably should be getting some consideration for the Hart Trophy, um, and certainly... You know, his d defensive aspect of his game is not appreciated enough, clearly. Um, so this is, it's just, when you really take a look at it all, and he even has the backings from his his own peer uh, in Nathan McKinnon, there's really no reason Artemi Panarin should not win this award other than Dreisaitl had more points and more goals. And I just don't think it should be about that. And I don't think that tells the whole story either uh, when you really take a dive into all the statistics. So I just wanted to make my case for Artemi Panarin again. Um, Leon Dreisaitl, fantastic year. Won the Art Ross. Definitely should be a Hart finalist. But he definitely should not win. Um, but he will. So... That's just how it goes sometimes. It is what it is. Um, as always, thank you for listening. Let me know your take on all of this. And if you still disagree that Artemi Panarin should not win the Hart Trophy, please do let me know. Um, I'd, I'd love to, you know, talk about it more with, with all of you. And, um, yeah, I'll catch you guys in the next one.